here we are and welcome to the Friday Night Movie Podcast. We are joined today by two incredible filmmakers to talk about their documentary film, Move Me. We have here with us Kelsey Peterson and Daniel Klein. Kelsey is a choreographer, a writer, a filmmaker. She has her BFA in dance from University of Montana. She is Currently, in addition to being uh, one of the filmmakers we have here today, she's the co-director, choreographer, and dancer um, on A Cripple's Dance, a live music and dance production featuring interabled artists. And we also have with us Daniel Klein, co-director with Kelsey of this film, who is himself a former chef, incredible chef, an Emmy-nominated director and producer, creator of the James multi-James Beard nominated series the perennial plate and daniel's you know many many works have filmed and have screened in festivals around the world and kelsey and daniel are about to premiere their film together move me which is a look inside kelsey's life post spinal cord injury in a moment where Kelsey is coming back to dance and also considering an experimental treatment for her injury. Um, I hope I've done justice to summarizing the film well enough. Welcome, Kelsey and Daniel. Thank you for having us. Thanks for Thank having for us. Here. Um, can, I, is, can I just say right off the bat, it was, it's such a beautiful film and it was, I feel very privileged to be able to get to see it before other people, um, but <laughs> I hope many, many people see it. And I, the whole time, I was just telling Becky this before, the whole time I kept saying okay I was watching your experience and watching you create the show with your collaborators and then the whole time I was thinking but what's it like for her to create this movie and it was just sort of you think she was now she wants more, the movie of the making about of the, the movie. movie right I know I think I was I got a lot it was a, it was wonderful to get a, a window into your experience but I I know the whole time I was thinking was well, she also made this movie and what that must have been like and it was it was beautiful thank you for sharing that with everyone thank you yeah the the making of it was like its own healing cathartic crazy experience too you know so it's kind of wild that way that like it could be like a movie about the make about the movie <laughs> of a documentary it's very meta right yeah. exactly yeah. That was um so thing. in in the film you are you take us, I mean, it's not just a look inside someone's life. It is a very deeply intimate look inside of your private life. Um, and, and what your experience is post, um, post injury as a quadriplegic and, and the effects that that has your, the, the state of your body now on your, on your bowel care, your bladder function, your sexual function, it, like these just deeply intimate things that in any film you don't see. Um, and I'm going to ask if it's all right, since in the film, which Lily and I are fresh off of watching, we went to a very intimate place with you then, if it's all right, if we ask you some deeper questions today. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I, I'm really curious to know is when you set out to make the film, did you, or when you, when you and Daniel were working on this film, did you know that you would always share that much with your audience or did it evolve as you were filming and editing? 
Oh no, there's no way I could. Yeah, no, I did not know that I was going to have to be this vulnerable. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I did. I'm very glad I did. Um, but no, to be honest, when we started out making this film, it was a totally different film. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, like it was, it was really about like, I was in a, I was in a very different place. I don't even think at that time that I was comfortable saying I am a person with a disability. I have a disability and, and not seeing that as a bad thing, like seeing it as a, as a beautiful thing. And, um, I was really in a place of like, okay, I'm curious about what's going on with the cure for a spinal cord injury. And I want to talk with researchers and, and see what, you know, what could possibly be in store for me. And that film just didn't end up being there. Mm -hmm. And we realized that the film really had to be about me and, and my personal journey. And so it kind of just really naturally evolved into as my life evolved, like all these things started happening. Gabriel um, asked me if I wanted to help him choreograph this show and my dad got sick and it was kind of like all of these things started happening at the same time. And we were like, all right, let's just go for it and capture this part of my life and this story. And that was when I was, you know, asked by the film gods, you know, to just like bear it all. And I felt like that was the ultimate way to do the most service from, for many different communities, especially the disability community, but for the collective as well, you know, like, I don't want to hide the things that are scary or taboo and actually do a disservice, you know, to, to a lot of people when we could be growing as a, as a collective and we could be um, learning and creating more empathy and understanding, you know? Yes. Wow. I, yeah. I mean, which I, I firmly believe you, you achieved in this film. And like Lily said, I hope many, many eyeballs are on it. Many people get to see it. As a testament to um, Kelsey's um, insistence on it being vulnerable, like even towards like the final cut, we had a lot of discussions where we went back through and like looked at everything and and Kelsey like brought out more stuff about sexuality and like really you know, wanted to make sure that this was not, I think you were even maybe afraid of, like you really needed it to be true to you. And she spent a lot of time and we had a lot of talks about whether we needed things or not. And she made sure that it, that we like pushed forward with ideas that weren't necessarily comfortable for everybody. Mm -hmm. which awesome. Right, which, which leads me to my next question, um, which is about, Daniel, as Kelsey's collaborator, can you speak a little bit to the challenge and the benefits of working as a co-director with your subject and how that balance is kept or imbalances? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, it was a wonderful process. And during, you know, part of the reason I wanted to be part of the film was just my relationship with Kelsey and the lack of people that I 
was friends with that had a disability and sort of the, the change, the realization of how I had been and kind of the way that I looked at people with the disability and how that changed as I became friends with Kelsey was like an important transformation for myself. Um, so I liked the idea of helping bring that feeling to other people, you know, of like becoming Kelsey's friend and like showing her vulnerability in her you know, like her vulnerability is really like a lack of fear, you know, her willingness to not be afraid of hard things. Um, and I think that really carried through into the making of the film. And we developed, I think, Kelsey, a very strong trust with each other where we both knew that we were invested in making the, the best film that we could together. And we trusted each other that we weren't working at it from an ego, a place of ego, but rather a place of trying to make something good. And so when we were having hard discussions about the film, we were able to, we, we trusted each other in that regard, um, just as people, not as like, an, as anything else. And I think that really carried our relationship nicely. Um, and I think it was important for me to be there because it is hard to make a film about yourself and you do need people to be like right. checking what is like a lot of stuff Kelsey didn't think was entertaining enough or was boring, you know, and we, and Nico, and, and I really want to give credit to our editor too, who is, it was really a trio collaboration of the making of this film. Um, Nico Frank, who's an incredible young editor um, and you know, saying like, actually your morning routine is something that audiences are curious about. Like it may right. be your every day, but no one, right. a lot of people have not seen that. So it was this give and take of things that Kelsey wanted to share, but also things that us as quote unquote able-bodied people um, could share what we thought was interesting in, to, in order to get to know Kelsey better. And the film just, it it really explores some beautiful themes on support, family, caretakers. It's handled so delicately. Um, one of the the one of the themes in particular is movement, right? I mean, the film is called Move Me. You're a dancer, how that is explored. Um, I have a little bit of behind the scenes knowledge here because Dan, Daniel and Kelsey and I have actually met a while back when they were in post-production. I worked for the sound company that ultimately did the mix. And I remember in those conversations talking about how the how important the 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 sound design and the mix would be in in exploring or in, in, in helping the audience understand movement. We talked a lot about the bed sheets. There's so many scenes of you, shots of you in the bed. And so I, I want to ask you both to talk a little bit about that, but I also want to bring in um, your your mixer. You worked with Jim Lebrecht, who's the filmmaker behind Crip Camp. Mm -hmm. um, he's a very very special person, and um, and is and also um, I mean people haven't seen Crip Camp definitely got to go see that. It's another it's another incredible film about disability, oh. um, and he really has become a, a such a I don't know a. a a beacon in the in the disabled community, I guess is right, the right word. Um, and and I know that you you have friendship with him, relationship, and you sought him out to bring him into the film. So if you guys could, if you could both, uh, Kelsey and Daniel, talk a little bit about the the artistry behind what you envisioned with that sound mix and and the the craft in your film in that sense, and then also working with Jim and um, and Jim being uh, such an important person within the 
disability community as well and how that, you know, why, why work with him? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think we, we both like realized that there was such a sound was such a cool way to show movement and to like really like amplify it and, and highlight like these differences and the struggle and the beauty and, and the pain. And, um, like there are moments like where I'm rolling on the mat where you like really hear like me, like, you know, like really struggling and like trying to move and you hear my hands like pushing against the mat. Mm -hmm. And I love moments like that because it's like, I, and I didn't even think about sound on such a deep level. And so it was really cool to be in the room with him and to be experiencing that with someone in the disability community. Like that was sort of like the cap to our, to like getting everything done. You know, like that was like the last thing to do. And it was such a poetic and perfect way to do that with someone who I felt like so safe around and comfortable and so understood. And like, he was going to get things like, oh, the click of your wheelchair needs to sound like this, not like this. Mm -hmm. And um, your catheter and like, just stuff like that, that only someone who knows that experience firsthand would be able to capture was so special. And there were just emotion, really emotional moments for us in that room. And, and that was the first time that Jim had mixed with a director in a wheelchair. And so that was like a really goes goes both ways. Yeah. Like that was such a huge honor. And there was just so much love in that room and so much, so many cool things to learn about the power of sound and how it really, I think, just like um, made my experience that much more visceral for people on so many levels, you know. That's, that's wonderful. A cry fast, cry and love fast in that, <laughs> <laughs> in that mixing room. It was. I, I had a thought about movement today as I was writing it. Um, a response to a question. Um, and I was thinking about the, the scene in which Kelsey, there's a scene in the film where Kelsey is lying on her bed and the camera's directly above her and she performs a dance. Um, and it's the dance is really incredibly beautiful. And there's another movie called The Five Obstructions by, um, that's a documentary about, how, about limitations on art and how they can benefit us. And as devastating as Kelsey's injury is, she is a more incredible person perhaps because of it, like all of the, the work that she's had to do to be to be the fearless person that she is. And in a way that for me, that dance sort of illustrates that because if it had been an able-bodied person doing that dance, it it would have been a nice dance, but the limitation of the bed and lying in bed while doing this performance to me, like spoke to, you know, all of who Kelsey is like the limitation yet the beauty and strength that came through in that dance, you know, and that movement and lack of movement is just like this devastatingly beautiful moment for me. I, it it comes across. it comes over and I is communicated. I know Lily and I could sit here for another hour and talk to you. We have a 
I mean, we have a we have a long. We have two two pages of questions, questions, but we we don't have time today for all that. (laughs) But we are so grateful that you've given us your time today. And before we sign off, I want to ask Kelsey Daniel, uh, do you have any other? I mean, can you tell people when and where the film is going to be screening? Are there any? Do you have any other projects in the works we can watch out for? And is there just anything you're watching now that you want to recommend? You know, we love giving recommendations on the podcast. Mm, interesting yeah we're gonna be at full frame on the 7th right daniel that's right i mean i'm really sad at these guys but um it's all virtual and tickets are on sale now and that will be our world premiere so we're really congratulations we'll uh we'll link that in the and yeah and we'll promote that on the pod we'll we'll link We'll link that in the show notes for anyone who's listening so you can find tickets to to the to the festival. Yeah. And also at um, Real Abilities mm-hmm. um, in New York City. Um, that is both in person and online. The in-person one is Tuesday, April 12th um, in New York City. And then the online one is over a period of days starting around the 7th as well, I believe. Yeah. It's also Real Abilities really is really... I'm also really excited about that one because it's all films made by people with disabilities and about people with disabilities. So, all right. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to have really... a wonderful reception. I can. Where can people follow you quickly before we uh, before we uh, we say goodbye? Where can we follow um, the film? And the film is at Move Me Movie on Instagram. All right. Yeah. And, and if you're website, off the grid, I assume. Doc. Dot com. Sorry. Sorry? And the website is movemedoc.com. Movemedoc. All right. That was great. Um, and we'll have to follow you there, Kelsey, because you're off the grid. I will be OTG soon, but <laughs> oh. I'm working on it, guys. Big, big steps oh. for me this summer. It's very and, exciting. And, and you can follow and, the, the podcast at Fry Night Movie on Instagram and Twitter. I hope I got that right. If not, Shai will have to make a bumper to correct. Our big brother he usually does, does that. My older brother does the outro. Um, thank you so right. much. So, thank you so thank much. You so much. And congratulations. And everybody go see the movie. Beautiful, beautiful film. And thank you for sharing it with us. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. Thanks, Becky and Lily.